You are listening to Just One Glass, Episode 9, What to Do About Your Spouse. Welcome to Just One Glass, a podcast for high-achieving type A millennial moms who want to explore their relationship with alcohol without judgment and without labels. I'm your host, Michelle Kapler. I'm a life coach, a successful entrepreneur multiple times over, a mother, and most importantly, a fellow human. When I took control of my negative patterns with alcohol, my entire life changed for the better. And I wholeheartedly believe that you can find the same freedom in your own life. So whether you're just getting curious about your drinking, or you're ready to dive deep, I've got you. Hi, friend. Thanks for being here today. And thanks, as always, to all of you who've been reaching out over Instagram and email. It means so much to me to hear from you and to hear that the episodes are helpful or that you can relate to what I'm talking about. We need to have this conversation. We need to let people know that it's okay to question our relationship to drinking and that it's quite likely that we'll end up recognizing that we're all okay and completely normal. Today, we're going to talk about our partners and how they fit into doing this work. But first, I want to make sure you know about my brand new bundle of awesomeness that's coming out November 1st. It's called the 7-Day Alcohol Freedom Experiment. It's a little video course that will take you through taking a 7-day break from drinking using a different approach than willpower and white-knuckling your way through it. I often ask my clients when we first start working together, do you want to not want to drink? What would it be like if you completely lost the urge for your nightly glass or bottle of wine? This seven-day experiment is intended to give you a little taste of what it's like to lean into that idea, where we work on rewiring our brains and managing our minds and making conscious and deliberate choices about our drinking. If that sounds intriguing to you, you can head over to michellecapler.com, scroll right to the bottom of the homepage to sign up to receive instant access on November 1st when it comes out. I'm also going to pop the link in the show notes and you can find it there easily. So let's talk about how our spouses fit into this. I will be using the word spouse, but this applies to any major relationship or partnership in your life. I call my spouse my husband. You might say husband or wife, you might say partner, whatever you call your person, you can assume that I mean them when I'm talking about your spouse. This episode was inspired by a question I frequently get when I'm talking to people in consultations, and that is, when you quit drinking, did your husband quit drinking too? And the short answer to that is no. But I will say that exploring the theme of requiring a person in your life to take a certain action in order to be successful yourself is one that I have explored at length in this context, for better or for worse. I want to take you back to when I first stopped drinking and I decided that it was going to be a permanent change. I knew that I would need to let my husband in on what I was planning since in our relationship, drinking was part of almost everything we did together. We added alcohol to every occasion, even just dinners at home, hanging out on the back deck, or even just relaxing on the couch together after we put the kids to bed. And I knew that if I was going to make a change, he was obviously going to notice. And the other aspect of things that I was considering was, at the time, 
I believed that I would need him to behave in a certain way in order for me to be successful. That is, I believed that I would need him to not drink around me, not mention alcohol, not have it at dinner when we're out at a restaurant, not have it in the house. I didn't expect him to quit drinking too, but I definitely had it in my mind that he couldn't drink in my presence. So with this in mind, I knew that I needed to have a conversation with him about it. And when I did have this conversation with him, I also had a bit of an agenda for how the conversation would go. And it was something like this. I would tell him that I wanted to stop drinking for good. He would hug me and tell me that he's proud of me and that he would agree to do anything I needed in order to support me. And not only that, he would immediately know that it was the right thing to do and he wouldn't even give it a second thought or have any reservations whatsoever. I know it sounds kind of extreme, right? And I don't think it was totally conscious that I had all of these expectations at the time. But if I were to sit down and write out the manual for exactly how I thought he should have responded, it would have looked something like that. So here's the problem with that. My husband is a human with a human brain with its own set of unique thoughts, feelings, ideas, history, preferences, we often have these manuals for people in our lives, not just for our spouses, in many different contexts, where we have a very specific set of behaviors and actions that we think our spouse or person should take. And if you're like me, and for most other humans, if our spouse or anyone else in our life does not follow the manual, you make it mean something about that person. So in my situation, my husband had some reservations about the whole thing, not because he thought I should keep drinking, but because I told him my idea, something that I'd been contemplating for years and had a lot of time to process before this conversation. And when I told him this idea, I expected him to be completely unconditionally on board without taking any time to consider or process what I was proposing, having heard it for the first time just 10 minutes ago. And so in that situation, his exact words were, I'm going to need some time to think about this, which is actually a completely reasonable request. But because he didn't follow my manual, I made it mean that he didn't support me that he didn't care enough about me, that he was choosing drinking over me, that he wasn't all in on our marriage, that he might be forcing me to choose between my health and him. It's so interesting to observe our brains offering us all of these thoughts in response to what most would say is a normal reaction to what would be a pretty big change in lifestyle, a big shift in the dynamics of our relationship. And when I really think about it, My husband's ability and desire to take pause, to carefully consider options, to weigh the pros and cons, to make intelligent choices and well-thought-out decisions is actually one of the things I cherish and love most about him. Except, of course, when that part of him prevents him from following my manual. So the interesting part is that nearly two years later, it actually turned out to be the opposite of all the assumptions I'd made about his initial reaction. He has actually been incredibly supportive, patient, and kind. He has put me ahead of his own comfort and pleasure in the context of drinking in his own way, but not according to the unreasonable manual that I so kindly authored. Has he made mistakes? Yeah, of course, because, you know, I'm married to a human and not a robot. So what's it like now, you might ask? Now, we do keep alcohol in the house, in his office, 
He buys it if he wants. He does drink around me. When we go out for a nice dinner or when he's done mowing our giant lawn on a hot summer day, he usually checks in with me to see if I'm okay with it, if he has a drink or two. I work to not take it for granted that he's making sure I'm okay. And I ask him not to kiss me if he's been drinking. That's a boundary that I have in place. And boundaries are a big topic, which I will do a whole episode on later. But that boundary is in place for me, not so I can control his behavior. There's a big difference there. This dynamic feels right for us. It took us a lot of trial and error to find the balance. And we are both open to that balance, maybe needing to change from time to time throughout our lives. But for now, he still drinks if he wants to. And I know that my drinking has nothing to do with whether or not he is drinking. I also know that his drinking does not create my feelings or my urges for alcohol. That comes only from my thoughts about it. And I can decide what I want to think. And there's so much freedom in that. Now, I want to acknowledge that we got to this place through some trial and error and sitting in a lot of discomfort as we worked it out. It wasn't instant and it didn't happen easily. I have had many opportunities to practice not taking it personally or making it mean something about our relationship or his love for me if he makes a mistake or if there's an oversight. The most important part has just been simply willing to have uncomfortable conversations and to really examine my assumptions and looking to separate the facts from the story I'm creating in my head. And doing this work in the context of my relationship with my husband has given me the opportunity to practice this skill, and that is the skill of examining my manuals for other people in many other relationships and contexts in my life. My family, my friends, my staff, neighbors, strangers on the internet, we almost always have manuals for other adults on how they should behave in order to be considered, in our minds, a good friend, a good mother, a good sister, a good employee, or I guess a good person in general. And once you recognize that, it allows you to question it. And you may want to keep your manual for somebody. It's completely up to you, but I want to encourage you to at least recognize it and question it and maybe recognize that it's not serving anybody and it's causing a lot of pain. And when you recognize it and you decide that you want to keep it, I want you to recognize that you are making a conscious decision to keep it. So how does this apply to you and your spouse in the context of a relationship with alcohol? Whether you're contemplating quitting completely or you're just cutting back significantly on your drinking, there will likely need to be a conversation about it with your spouse, at least on one occasion. I think it's so worth exploring this ahead of time before any conversations are had. So I want to present you with a few questions to ask yourself. I highly recommend taking the time to actually do some writing on this subject. So if you're driving, come back to the episode later and give this exercise your undivided attention. Take 10 to 15 minutes or more if you need it to really contemplate this and put your thoughts on paper. The first question I have for you is, how do you think it might change things in your relationship with your spouse if you change your relationship with alcohol? It might not change much, but I want you to explore every possible scenario. From there, I want you to think about how you want your spouse to respond to this change. Write out the whole manual, the real manual. Really think about everything, including what's going on inside their head 
For me, the biggest part was the immediacy of jumping on board. In my manual, my husband was completely, totally, 100% all in without any hesitation. And that would mean that he loves me and he supports me. And after you're done writing out your manual, I want you to consider that your spouse probably won't follow it completely because it's likely that you're also not partnered with a robot, unless you are, which is totally cool, but probably makes this conversation irrelevant to you. But in all seriousness, if you are partnered with another adult human, with their own brain, we can make this assumption that they're probably not going to do it in the way you think they should, at least partially. And knowing this, how do you want to show up to that conversation? What are you going to make it mean if there are parts of your manual that your spouse doesn't follow? If your spouse has questions or objections, are you going to make it mean that they don't love you or don't support you or that they're choosing alcohol over you? Or maybe instead, You can acknowledge that we all have our own unique processes when digesting new experiences and information, and that their processing actually has nothing to do with their love for you or their commitment to you and your relationship. What do you think of this? When I first learned about manuals, it made my head explode a little bit. I have manuals for everyone in my life, my kids, my husband, my colleagues, everyone. But just knowing that concept just being able to unpack it, even if it's only a little, has allowed me to make huge shifts in the way I'm relating to these people. What do you think about it? I want to hear from you. Head on over to Instagram and send me a note. You can find me at Michelle Kapler. And as always, if you're hoping to take this work a little or a lot deeper and you want to have me as your coach, head over to michellekapler.com to book your free 60-minute consult to learn more about working together. That's it for me this week. I'm going to be back next week with another episode. Until then, you've got this, my friend.